Hey, 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 what is going on, my curious peeps? <laughs> so happy to have you back for yet another episode, the third episode of the third season. Can you feel the excitement? I'm excited. I'm happy. I'm grateful. I am just beaming that you are here to listen to another episode of My Curious Life podcast. If you have been here for many, many episodes and you deem yourself a curious peep, welcome back. So happy to have you. If you're new to the podcast and new to listening to this platform, it's just a space that I have with my friends, family, people that I love, people doing some awesome things in their life, and just having some conversations with them. Conversations on topics that are relevant to my life, and hopefully you find them relevant to yours as well. I hope you enjoyed the last episode where we talked about living on a passport during a pandemic. Pretty interesting stories and experiences that Lamar shared in his travels across the lands during a pandemic. If you haven't listened to that episode, please feel free to go on back after you listen to this one to get filled in on all that travel tea. This episode is special to me. I love all the episodes, but this one is special to me. And the reason why is because, do you ever have those friends where, you know, it's it's an elementary school friend and during elementary school, you like hit it off. That's one of your girls or that's one of your boys. And it's just one of those really fun friendships. And then life just kind of takes you through life and you lose touch with friends um the good thing about these days is we have social media to reconnect and a couple years ago i want to say i reconnected with an old friend from grade eight stacy ann we went to middle school together we had so much fun together but after graduation we lost touch So, seeing that we recently reconnected, I wanted to have a little bit of a catch-up date with her over the episode and have you guys join in. So, without going too far into it and giving away all the deets, take a listen, relax, and listen to my little catch-up date with Stacey Ann. Hey, girl. Hey, how are you? I'm well. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. I'm so excited for this. I'm just so happy about this, this whole situation. Me as well. I'm happy to I'm happy to be here. Finally. I know. Finally, finally, finally. (laughs) All good things have to happen at some point. So I'm happy you're here. Right. (laughs) I'm laughing because we know. (laughs) mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We've had on the side. So (laughs) we knew this had to happen at some point. Yes, girl. So how are you doing? How's it going? You know, world is opening up over there. How's your family adjusting? Um, Things are 
well like i'm really happy that finally the world's opening up and we can get to go on the patios Mm -hmm. and enjoy the food and the weather because summer is short yes um so my family and i are well and we're happy about that that's awesome it's a blessing (laughs) honestly that's right that's right um well this i i know we have a lot to talk about but I'm happy to have you on here because um, the last time we saw each other, legit was grade eight. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Grade eight graduation. Girl. I had my, I had my, my hair pressed. (laughs) (laughs) And we took our limo. That's right. I think it was to Central, right? Right. (laughs) I felt like such hot stuff. But when the limo pulled up, I was like, this don't look new. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember if it was like black or white. I don't remember the color, but I remember I'm like, man, this don't look new. Yeah, I can't remember. Like, it was like one of those long, yes. old school. Yes. Yeah, girl. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Crazy. So, I wanted to see how that is probably the last day we saw each other. Um, I wanted to kind of talk about, well, first of all, we kind of lost contact, right? Like, that's right. We, we lost contact until what last year when did you reach out to me um or two years ago maybe I think so we were on and off like so we had like when I was on Facebook Mm. we had some communication there got it um, because it was like me you and all the other you know the squad yeah 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 (laughs) you know who I'm talking about yes so we but then um I deactivated my Facebook and then I think we lost contact until I came on Instagram a couple of years ago. Got it. Got it. And yeah, then that must be it. I, now we're back. I can't remember. Right. And then you were like, I think you said, hey, like, I really want to keep in contact. Here's mm-hmm. my number. And we just kind of like just kicked made it, it off right where we <laughs> ended off. That's right. <laughs> we we kicked it. We We started again from where we ended off, but we didn't really catch up on like everything that has happened from since we were 12 years old to now like in our 30s so I wanted to have this discussion to kind of have a little catch up of course you know we'll go more detail offline but (laughs) of course a little bit of a catch up on you know how life has been over these last uh couple decades that's right. <laughs> it's right and filling in the gaps because it, Facebook, I was a teenager, then I yeah. came off, then in my 20s we linked up again and then now it's 30s. So, yeah, right. there's a lot to catch up on. Right. Right. <laughs> so, if we think about the teenage years, so eight, when you're in grade 8, we're it, we're 12 years old and then we're going into like high school and things like that. When you think about your teenage years, do you think about them in like a positive light or like a negative light? So for me, it was a it was a mixture of both. Okay. Okay. (laughs) 
I think the early teenage years for me was a bit rough. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I wouldn't say it was all negative. Um, Got it. I know I'm being super vague, but no, basically, you know, I had um, good moments and bad moments. Like when I went to high school. Um, what high school did you go to? <laughs> several. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> it's going to be. Yeah, because I kind of I moved around a little bit in high school as well. So Got I it. think that was disruptive to my life. Of course. Yeah. Um, Which is why it was both negative and positive. But mm-hmm. yeah, like I had. um, I think the beginning, like grade nine, mm-hmm. I fell off because I was always like an honor student and grade mm-hmm. nine. I wasn't as focused. Right. Life was happening around me and I wasn't as focused, but um grade 10 was pretty good yeah and then onwards was yeah was pretty good as well right um yeah how about you for your the teenage te- years yeah <laughs> the teenage years uh it so the teenage years it's interesting because externally it was so much fun like <laughs> you know hanging with because in high school I was still in school with Donna and we and um we had this like crew my friend Donna my friend Carnvair we had this crew and um it was just fun like we just danced a lot we had a um just jokes we went to a primarily um white school mm-hmm. so it <laughs> the drama that happened there was <laughs> significantly different than drama at other schools right I so it was imagine. like a very externally light place and a fun place um internally I think not I think but I struggled a lot with um self-esteem um so you know you may not even know this but and maybe a lot of people don't know this but it's at Sir John A which was our middle school um I was actually bullied a lot no, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was I was bullied a lot for uh, my complexion. Wow. And it was from some of the guys, like our friends. <laughs> no. Our, our quote unquote friends. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking. They yeah, friends. right. So mm. um, I struggled a lot, I think, with teenage years internally of like, you know, am I am I pretty? Am I, you know, do people like me for who I am and things like that? But I've always been someone who, um, like, likes to joke around. Like, I love having great conversation with people. So I was able to kind of hold that part of myself in a little bit. Um, but I would say, yeah, the teenage years, they were fun. They were light. They were, you know, you're like, yo, am I going to get chopped? And what? <laughs> Which high school did you go to? I went to Mayfield. Okay, okay. Yeah. I went went Mm -hmm. to Mayfield. But so at Mayfield, it's like there wasn't a lot of like black people there. So Mm -hmm. we relied on meeting people, you know, if we go to like a a basement jam or like Mm. walking down the street or we're on the bus. You remember like being on the bus? And it's like, oh, (laughs) he's on the bus. (laughs) He's like, <laughs> and it right. was like this thing of like will I get chopped and chopped 
for those who don't know, means like, will I get the number? Will he come up to me and want my number and things like that? So, yeah, I think for me, it was like that kind of feeling. Um, where, where in your teenage years did you look for validation? Like, did you look from that? Did you try to be validated? Were you trying to be validated by like your friends? Were you good at doing it yourself? Mm -hmm. Um, Did you look to family or like relationships? How do you feel like you sought validation as a teen? In my teenage years. Okay, before I answer that, I just want to circle back to what you went through. Yeah. Um, Thank you for being so open and honest about that. Of course, Um, no problem. But here we are, like we we grew through that. So I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Thanks. Um, you're not in that place anymore. Thank but... you. Thank you. Me too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can relate in the sense of like struggling with self-esteem issues, which I think is common in those years, like in mm-hmm. those adolescent teenage years. Mm-hmm. In terms of seeking validation, I think um, I was always um, very much like strong-willed. Mm-hmm and to myself so Mm -hmm. I didn't necessarily care if guys liked me because I was like you were confident in yourself yeah I was I wouldn't say confident in myself like it mattered a a bit more than Mm -hmm. it does now of course yeah because I'm happily married but right um but I think it did matter a bit um, what I wanted when I was a teenager was for um, parents mm-hmm. to be proud of me. So that's where mm-hmm. I would seek validation, especially because I was always like the smart, strong mm-hmm. <laughs> academic. And then I fell off as yeah. I started in grade nine ish. And then grade 10, I started to kind of shift and, and things started stabilizing. But I wanted validation from especially my my dad. Yeah. Um, and but I wouldn't say I necessarily got it then, but mm-hmm. I eventually I did get it. Yeah. Well that's <laughs> that's good. And it's it's interesting how, you know, when we're at that age, it's like we know we're not getting it, but we mm-hmm. still seek after. I feel like in this age, you know, and we'll kind of come to where we are now, but in this age, it's kind of like if we don't get it we're able to kind of shift our attention to get validation from like ourselves you know what I mean like we validate ourselves by how we feel by our self-worth and things like that but when we're younger it's like we crave validation from you know our friends our family yeah um whatever significant others in our lives that's right yeah um so it's interesting that you say that and thank you for sharing that that you know you wanted that validation and you may not have gotten it but you still tried and yearned for it that's right yeah it's so interesting um how that works uh so how because when did you when did you move to Toronto or Brampton uh Brampton I it was middle school for Brampton so yeah the beginning of middle school okay and then to Toronto uh, in high school so I started a little bit of high school um, in Brampton so grade nine and then mm-hmm. we moved to Toronto so that's what I was saying it was kind of disruptive yeah 
Okay. And before Brampton, yeah. Before Brampton, you were in Toronto. (laughs) In in Toronto. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So so yeah. Even you know changing setting. I know for me. So I moved to Brampton when I was I think like ten, and I moved from a like all white neighborhood. Thornhill to Brampton and that was like a culture shock for me where I saw like different like cultures and things and I was like what what is happening (laughs) but that was also something that even though it was before teenage years but something that affected me too I I I can relate in a different way because Mm -hmm. in Toronto it was more diverse and then when I moved to Brampton I'm like where's all the black people oh There wasn't as many, but then, you know, eventually Brampton right. got really diverse yeah, um, over the years. Sh- <laughs> for sure. So shifting into our 20s, what was it or was there something that happened during your 20s that you feel was a game changer and kind of shifted your life trajectory? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> But before uh, we get into the 20s, I just want to circle back a little bit. Yeah. Before 20s or backtrack a little bit, because um, something I didn't mention is when I was uh, in on my last year of high school, I was actually pregnant with my son. Mm. And so, Mm -hmm. right. By the time I was uh, 21, I was pregnant with my second child. Yeah. Um. I wanted to have kids young. <laughs> I, <laughs> I thought, you know, like I'd been uh, dating someone uh, for a while. Yeah. Um, and we're still together to this day. You know that we're married. That's a blessing. That's a, a blessing. Come on a, now. Come, come on, on now. now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so by the time I was 21, um, I was going on to having my second child so definitely a game changer because Mm -hmm. by then um it just made me feel like I really need to make sure that I have my life together Mm -hmm. (laughs) even though I was so young Um, right so a lot of the things that for example my peers and friends were doing I was not interested because I already lived on my own I'm a mom Mm -hmm. of two I'm Mm -hmm. like um serious yeah. relationship at this yeah. point right like it had been at least five years or about that right um so that I'd been in a relationship so for me and I was already like engaged to be married like, right right uh, so I wasn't playing any games with my life in terms mm-hmm. of where I wanted to go mm-hmm um so to me like having children is a game changer yeah yeah and did you see having children as like like um something that you were mentally prepared for in that space because you said you wanted children at a young age do you feel like like I'm ready for this like I got this or did you feel kind of like I have no idea how to juggle (laughs) this So with the first one, definitely, like when the reality hit, because mm. um, I had him right before I turned 18. Wow. And so, yes, girl. And so <laughs> <laughs> for me, even though I was 
quote unquote more mature than my age and an old soul and all of that I mm-hmm. still felt like I had no idea what I was getting myself into right and so mentally no I don't think I was prepared because mm-hmm. once the baby got here the reality hit and it's like, right oh my god I'm responsible for this human being and right the choices that I make is gonna affect this person's life and right I, so no yeah <laughs> long and short the first one no the second one definitely I felt like oh like I know what to expect um mm-hmm. with her we didn't want them to be um too far apart in age right so therefore we we um like we we ta- we learned a lot basically mm-hmm. from our first child and so we felt more mentally emotionally you know prepared financially all of that for right. the, the second one right that's that's really good that and I feel like I hear that a lot where the first child kind of prepares you mentally for the second one so you're not so nervous about what to expect that's right Mm -hmm. so then how do you so you graduate um high school and you're pregnant at that time with your first child how do you in your 20s or did you kind of come back to all right what's on Stacey Ann's track for like personal accomplishment development things like that like was there stuff that you felt like okay I really want to tackle that again so actually girl (laughs) (laughs) I didn't graduate high school right away I ended up um dropping out okay? okay because I I don't know I just I just in in the space I was in, mm-hmm. I felt like I couldn't finish at a regular high school. So I went to like a, a program for pregnant um, teens or up to like 30, I think the age group was. So okay, like yeah. 15 to like 30 or something like that. Right. And so I, with that, you're just doing like one course at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, that put me back. Plus mm-hmm. in grade nine, you know, the moving and stuff, I told you like that disrupted right. my high school. So I was already behind. Right. But at any rate, <laughs> mm-hmm. I did end up finishing eventually, but not on time. What I did was um, I stayed home uh, for like until I was like 19. Mm-hmm. And then I went back to high school. But when I went to high school, I felt like I couldn't relate <laughs> to the mm. people. Because, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Um, like I I lived on my own I had my own apartment like you I lived on your just, own yeah me my hubby oh with your our, hu- okay got it got yeah it, got with it. my with our son and got it I just felt like I'm living this adult life and when I was in high school it just I just couldn't relate to that, anyone yeah. at the time that makes and sense so we I I went to an adult school and that was mm-hmm. better I went to an adult school and I was like one of the younger people but yeah. they accepted me <laughs> um, yeah yeah and yeah like that's how I finished high school and then mm-hmm. I went into um uh after I finished high school then I went to uni but before okay. that I tried like different things like before university I took like different courses like makeup and fashion image uh, mm-hmm. like I started business I started real estate like yeah just trying to figure out what right. I wanted to do with my life but right. after I had after we had our daughter I was like okay yeah I need to get focused and I went to university and uh um finished that and yeah well kudos <laughs> to you thank you darling kudos to you because I feel like, you know, there is this 
way that society looks at life and how we go about it. And sometimes when, you know, our, our um, life kind of takes a turn that's unexpected or that we didn't, it's not, you know, the typical as our peers and things like that, it can be hard to kind of get to your goals and to continue pushing for what you want and things like that. And I think that it's commendable that, you know, you took that step to, you know, go a different route and do like adult school and still go after your dreams and you still attain them in a beautiful way. Thank you, darling. (laughs) You are so welcome. (laughs) So, so welcome. Um, So how would you describe, so you've been through, you went through a lot in your 20s. How would you describe yourself, Stacey Ann, as a 20 year old? What kind of like, characteristics or if someone said describe yourself in your 20s what would you say very militant Mm, really (laughs) like no games yeah no games because for me I felt like I have two kids depending on me yes um yes I had my husband there um Mm -hmm. but I just felt like, you know, all the choices that I make is going to impact these two beautiful beings. Mm-hmm. And I have to be serious about my goals. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was very ambitious mm. uh, to my to my detriment, I would yeah. say, because now in my 30s, I've learned like it's OK to to grind. But my mindset in my 20s was I'll sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. And that's not healthy. No. Um. So I've, I've definitely learned that um, uh, not to be like that anymore yeah, because it yeah. has uh, impacts on one's health, one's mental health, your overall well-being. It's okay to grind and to be ambitious, but of course, um, definitely not to the detriment of your overall well-being. But that's where my mentality was and very mm. tunnel vision. And mm. it paid off, yes, but it, it has consequences, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I I think, you know, (laughs) even when you say to the detriment, I think that there are times in our lives where that's necessary. That's right. You know what I mean? Like, even though the balance is key, there's going to be times in our lives when we need that tunnel vision. Like right now, I need to grind it out and I need to get this thing done, you know? Um, So that makes sense that you were in that space and now you're learning, you know, your kids are, and we'll just pause and say, you say beautiful kids. You guys, you have gorgeous kids. Okay. Thank you so much. Gorgeous kids. (laughs) Thank you. Um, (laughs) um, So, yeah. So I think that it's nice that now, you know, you can see the grind that you had and you can appreciate that. Right. Mm -hmm. And then now it's like being in a space of, wow, like now I can have this beautiful balance of what it means to grind, what it means to kind of relax and spend time with family and friends. That's right. That's right. Because I think, as I said, it was it was a bit to my detriment at one point. And I think Mm -hmm. like when I hit about 25, 26 and I started having some challenges with my health when Mm -hmm. that's when I slowed down. So. I, I agree with you in terms of like sometimes you have to be in that season where you're just yeah. you're, you're grinding and tunnel vision. But I think within that, you mm-hmm. need to make time for rest and, and, and true self-care. Yeah. And that's yeah. something that I thought I got. Like yeah. I thought I understood it, but I really didn't because 
um, I was too militant. So now right. it's about working smarter, not harder. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And the, 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 the more I worked on like myself and my um, personal development, right? Like the, mm-hmm. the, the better I got. And mm-hmm. then, you know, like the more skills I got, then the less I need to grind the same way. Like I'm still very ambitious, but now there's um, more balance and more harmony within things. Yeah, there's more room to slow down. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I feel like for my 20s, it was kind of like, you know, school and getting like grad work done and things like that. Um, I think for me, you know, in regards to that life changing moment was definitely when I moved from Canada to the States um, because it was just, such a just such a life-changing move like moving not even to just buffalo but moving to a different country and across the country like down to florida and having you know those experiences of um you know meeting new people having different experiences and uh, trying to achieve this goal of you know getting my doctorate um so in that moment i feel like it was a tunnel vision Um, But also this beautiful feeling of new friendships, new experiences, new memories, things like that, um, that made my 20s pretty, pretty cool. (laughs) True. Pretty cool. That's true. In speaking of like friendships, you said that you had this tunnel vision and you had this grind ethic work ethic did you feel like it was hard to maintain your friendships during that time or did you find it easy did you have a lot of people around you or not really what were your friendships like in that in those times um (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing because um with friendships yes I would say it was challenging because for me Mm-hmm. I felt like I didn't have time to skin teeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, you know, Jamaican phrase for, yes. you know, no, no time wasting. Yeah. Um, I did have, you know, friendships, um, mm-hmm. but I didn't prioritize friendships. Ah, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that's real. The time real. that I had, I would more prioritize it for family. Yeah. And then friends were at the bottom, I would mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. Um. But I was still able to maintain friendships because I, you know, like here and there, like I, I would hang out, um, but not often. Right. Because <laughs> right. that wasn't a priority for me. Yeah. Especially because um, I had children. So with my free time, I just preferred to spend it with with my kids. Of and course. like um, eventually, like I, st- I, I got into like traveling. So going on vacations with my family and things yeah. like that. So I, I wouldn't say I prioritized friendships, but I did have good friends like a smaller circle of friends who understood that and weren't offended right right and that's the thing right (laughs) the mutual respect of like this is my life that is your life can we respect each other can we motivate each other can we build each other up like that is so key if one side doesn't really respect where you are or kind of questions it and things like that it's hard for it to for the relationship to kind of foster and grow there. Exactly. Yeah. So moving 
now into our 30s I don't know if you always heard this like before your 30th birthday came up but people would say like man when you turn 30 like your mind shifts like your actual mind just changes um do you feel like so you know in our 20s we talked about this external change that happened for both of us in your 30s and I know we're still like young 30s I'm still claiming young 30s that's right (laughs) is is there a or have you experienced this mind shift in how you look at life um I you know what I feel like it hasn't really shifted a lot for me Mm -hmm. because I was thinking like this from I was in my the latter part of my 20s so a lot of the things I learned about what it truly means to take care of myself and um you know like it's okay to be ambitious but um you know making sure that health is a priority yeah um harmony is a priority all those pieces like I took that into my 30s um and now I'm more serious about it I guess I can Mm -hmm. say that Mm -hmm. um but I definitely I would say late 20s is when I learned those lessons and I I don't really feel like my mindset has shifted mm-hmm. um, in my 30s because okay. I think I was able to, based on my um, life experiences, mm-hmm. I learned certain lessons um, earlier on and then I started applying them in my 20s and then when I turned 30, I wasn't like, oh my God, I'm turning 30. Like it was just another number for me. And yeah. That, that, that's my experience with yeah. 30s. Um, But I do think that for 30, like, there's no, like, I'm definitely more, more, more playful, like Mm -hmm. not as militant, because I've accomplished the things that I wanted to and more. Yeah, I love that. I love that. (laughs) Thank you. So now I feel like there's more room for play. Yeah, I love that. And I Mm -hmm. think, you know, we, we, we see and we think about when we're growing up like you know life is gonna get so serious we're gonna have to like think about all these things about finances and whatnot but there's this beauty when you recognize like there has to be room for play like Mm -hmm. there has to be room for light and for going with the flow and for you know just being free you know and that's why it's so key like when you think about who you choose to be in relationship with, who you choose to have friendships with, how you approach like your job and your work and things like that. Because when it takes away that ability to play and that ability to have that balance, mm-hmm. it can be pretty depressing. That's right. Pretty I agree. depressing. I so, agree. So that's awesome that you um you you came into your 30s kind of mature already that's that's how I feel how about you uh I for me it definitely did change I felt I felt like you know adulting really like slapped me in the face in regards to people my conversations now were like so what stocks are you investing in or like (laughs) what are you doing with your finances and stuff like that and it's just kind of like oh oh man like I need to get on this you know what I mean or even in dating it's not about just like oh we're a fun couple like we (laughs) just 
get along. It's kind of like, well, what's the intention of this? Like, where is this going? Um, So I feel like my outlook shifted in a more intentional way. Um, And even being intentional about, especially being intentional about how I spend time with myself and how I view myself, being intentional on how I speak to myself um, as well. I feel like when we're growing up, it's easy to say like, oh, that was stupid. Like you did a stupid thing, Michelle. Like I can talk to myself and say that, but now it's like this intentional, you know, care for yourself. Like at the end of the day, you go to sleep with yourself, like care for yourself, love on yourself, speak kindly to yourself. Um, That's shift that has happened for me. That's beautiful. And I'm happy to thanks. hear that. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. I'm it's happy to hear the evolution. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, as you said, it's not easy, but mm-hmm. you know, life life is a marathon. So Right. Right. We'll never arrive. We're just going right. to keep on evolving. Keep and, yeah, right. I this meme the other day and I don't know if you could relate. It's kind of interesting. We're in this interesting um age where some of our friends are millionaires some of our friends are just getting it together some of our friends have purchased homes some of our friends are still renting some of some people are like still in school some are doing professional work and there's so many different we are outside of it's almost like we were on the train that Mm -hmm. everyone told us to be on and now we're off the train and it's just like everyone is doing everything and it's kind of trying to figure out, well, what am I doing in my space? You know, Mm -hmm. trying to carve out your own, your own, I don't say your own destiny, but like carving out your own life in a way. That's right. I, you know what, something you said um, made me think about, um, you know, like when 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 we're being told like where we're supposed to be mm-hmm. I know for me um when I got my undergrad degree and then I got my dream job straight out of s- school while I was in grad school like I was so excited mm-hmm. and so like I felt like I arrived you know mm. like I was making good money and all this stuff but then on the inside I wasn't happy mm. so I started doing a lot of reflecting mm-hmm. and thinking about, hmm, okay, like I did all the things, but yes, I have all the things. I have the home, I have the dream car, I have the husband, I have my kids, like I have all these things, but I don't feel mm. fulfilled on the mm. inside. So mm. um it really made me reflected, and this was in my twenties. Yeah. On you know, like where to next like what what is it that's gonna make me feel happy on the inside because I have all these things that I thought would make me happy but they aren't yes Yes. I'm not saying like family my husband all of that I love them yeah that all makes me happy but happiness is an inside job right of course as we all know like it's inward out so that made me do a lot of reflecting. I, I quit that job. Like I just mm-hmm. went back to the drawing board and started over. And yeah, just, just 
carve carve out yeah your own lane and your own space yes. Yes. and do the things that make you happy and I'm not really worried about what anybody thinks right <laughs> about the choices that I've made or am making for um my life right um and right. my my own happiness because yeah. it's carving and I love that you said like carve out your own lane and then stay in it mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's like stay in that lane and you may see other people in their different lanes some are going faster some are going slow some are just standing there you know some are cheering you on and it's just kind of like that's okay like whatever is happening in other people's lane I can celebrate that you know I can encourage that I can you know be that person for them but as long as I remember their lane is their lane I could be inspired you know like we've inspired each other just in our short conversations like here and there and it's kind of like I can be inspired by people and what they're doing but I always have to remember like this is my lane this is what God has for me and I just have to pray and hope that you know I'm moving forward in it I don't want to move back that's one thing I'm not gonna gonna move back in my lane that's right (laughs) as long as I'm either steady and still or moving forward I think that that's what's important for for all of us and if we're steady you know encouraging other people and cheering them on and, and things like that because we hope that if we have great people in our circle or on the same, you know, events or races us, then even though it's not a race, but you know what I'm trying to say, it's yeah. kind of like, they'll encourage you when you're moving forward and they're more steady, you know? That's right. So 100%. Yeah. It's, that was beautifully said, by the way. Oh, very thanks. eloquently said. Thanks, girl. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> um, well, it was so fun having this conversation I think to close it out you know we just you described how you are in your 20s how would you describe Stacey Ann currently in this present moment who are you Mm. (laughs) (laughs) um I think I'm a lot more clear Mm. and I, I think I'm I'm a lot more intentional mm-hmm. with my choices like I've always been but even more intentional mm-hmm. um, with who I am yeah where I'm trying to be yeah and how healthy I want to be mm-hmm. <laughs> um, important yeah because that matters and when I say healthy I mean in a holistic way right um, right mentally physically spiritually Mm. everything Mm -hmm. um and I think I think I'm just a total badass (laughs) very confident you've always been from the time you stepped foot in in grade eight I was like who is who is that (laughs) thank you I guess I've always had that silent confidence yes yes thank you yes I love that. How about you, darling? Like, what would you say? Who are Um, you today in your 30s? Yes. Um, Who's Lachelle? Who is Lachelle? Lachelle is. Lachelle is someone who is. I am full of light. 
Um, and I am tapping into, as you said, fulfillment and mm-hmm. tapping into what will truly make me feel fulfilled. I've done the thing, right? Like I've gotten the degrees. I've, I've, you know, moved out. There's still some things that I need to like do quote unquote do in my life, but it's like, what else is there? And I think I'm in a space of sharing my light with others at the same time, acknowledging boundaries Mm. um, and being very intentional, as you said, you know, more intentional about how I do that. Cause I, I realize if I give it to everyone, it exhausts me. It like depletes me. So in order to make sure that I am, my my connections and my friendships my relationship even at work you know like understanding boundaries um and yeah i i would say that i am someone who really right now is seeking you know what else what else is there um to help me feel fulfilled and not to fill the space um I don't want to say not to fill it with empty things, but to fill it with um, things and goals that will uplift me. And in uplifting me, it will touch others around me. So I think I'm in that space, if that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. Beautiful. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to do this. I cannot wait to see you again. Let's just say that. Can't wait either. I can't wait. It's been (laughs) um, many, many years. That's right. (laughs) And my pleasure. I'm I'm so happy to be here. I would Uh, only do this for you. you (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, girl. Um, So we will continue this conversation offline. But thank you so much again. And uh, we'll talk soon. All right. Bye, peeps. Bye. Well, that was a really, really sweet time. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed having that conversation with Stacey Ann. I'm telling you, even in middle school, I was like, she's special. She's special. I know that. <laughs> and having conversations like this just solidifies that fact of, you know, just an awesome human being that we were blessed to cross each other's paths and even more blessed to recross each other's paths in our adulthood and have conversations like these. I really hope you enjoyed that conversation and maybe it sparks, you know, um, some feelings of wanting to reconnect with old friends for you as well. And hopefully you can have some conversations and kind of, you know, pour into some friendships that you may have lost touch with. Ah, I love friends. (laughs) As you could tell by this whole series of podcast episodes that I do. But yeah, (laughs) one thing that I loved about that uh, conversation that we had was talking about, you know, carving out your lane and staying in your lane while appreciating others 
while receiving the appreciation from those around you and just living in a way where you know our our lives all won't look the same we won't get things at the same time we won't achieve things at the same rate but there's a an appreciation of you know this is my lane this is where I am this is how I choose to do my life and I think when we tap into that and the security that we have in that it's a really beautiful and liberating feeling so hopefully you know you're feeling that way and you're feeling encouraged and you know just ready for conversation with friends <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of My Curious Life. If you're not following the podcast page, please feel free to give a follow at mycuriouslife underscore podcast on Instagram. Give me a follow, send me a text, a DM, a comment. Let me know your thoughts. So curious to hear them. Until we meet again, I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope it is full of all the good things that you desire and that you just smile a lot this week. (laughs) Smiling is good. Anyways, I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.